This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with an emphasis on education, knowledge, training, and development for dentists, healthcare in in general, but particularly for the dental community. I want to thank our sponsors, Henry Schein, Patterson Dental, and Vocal for their sponsorship, and a shout out to uh, David Wolf and his podcast team for making these podcasts possible. Our our last podcast uh, focused on uh, Mr. Peter Sylvester. Pete has a company called Recare Dental, and he sort of whetted our appetite with how important Recare is. Even the name Recare I think states a lot rather than recall, which sounds like your car is going back to the shop. Uh, so recare is probably a much better uh, communication term. And we're happy to have Pete back with us today. Pete, over your last podcast, you talked about the importance of recare and how dentists can be losing not only an active patient, but the revenue that's associated with these patients and the dollars and time spent. And your company has found a niche to come in and help our profession. I'd like to pick up from that last podcast, if you don't mind. And you sort of stated that you'd like to see between 800 and 900 active patients for a full-time hygienist. And in general terms for a general dental office, between 25 and 35% of the total revenue on a well-balanced practice usually comes from the dental hygiene team. As far as keeping these hygiene books scheduled, is there something that you can tell our listeners? Do you make recommendations that these hygiene appointments should all be 20 minutes, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes, 60 minutes? Do you recommend that the hygiene department have different times for different types of appointments, such as root planing and scaling versus a profi, uh, versus a child, versus an adult, versus fully edentulous to partially edentulous? Could you go into that in a little more detail for our listeners tonight? Sure, sure, absolutely. You know, when it comes to making suggestions as to the length of appointments and and things like that, honestly, 
the attitude of Recare Dental is we're there to assist and to improve uh, the amount of patients they're able to see. So one of the biggest suggestions that we're able to make is simply finding the day and the time that is most needed uh, or most demand in their local area. Um, if it's a Saturday or if it's you know those Thursday and Friday afternoons, one of the things that we've been able to do is really help the dentists staff accordingly to the times and needs. I have seen many practices that we've worked with start bringing on more hygienists in specific areas, in specific times, adding chairs. And those hygienists might only come in afternoon or they may come in Saturday mornings. They're able to make hires at appropriate times and not have to worry about dead times in their chairs. Can you go into a little bit more specifics? Let's just say tonight, based on your experience and our track record that your company has, I want to hire you. We've done an interview. And as you explained in the last podcast, you've determined that uh, we have, let's say, 5,000 active patients. Uh, we're open six days a week. Uh, we're open four evenings. We start at 7.30 in the morning and we finish at 8 p.m. at night. And on Saturdays, we work from 8 until 1 p.m. Uh, now that you have that information, what are the actual semantics to get your team on board to help reduce last-minute cancellations, broken appointments, and an improvement in our overall uh, hygiene revenue? Yeah. After we've, you know, done the initial interview together, what I do is I send out a spec sheet and it gives very, very detailed um, information about who do you want us to call? Um, how do you want us to hand certain, certain situations? And are there people you'd like us to avoid? For example, um, we have patients, I'm sorry, we have offices that only want us calling patients that have no balance. Some offices will say, hey, if the patient has $200 or less, we still want to see them in the door. We may have reasons to not call if that patient has no showed two or three times in the past. We want to change that equation, or I should say not change, but make that equation as foolproof as possible so that when we're calling people, we know who's going to show and who's not. And so eliminating things and not just blindly calling a list is really, really effective for us. So basically what you're doing is profiling. I think some of the 150 podcasts that I've done to date, to make it simple, we call it a one, two, three, four, five, or six. Okay. And basically what you want to know is the patient prior approved financially, so they have the financial funds to proceed with treatment, and the one, two, three, four, five, or six is a determination of their insurance reimbursements. So let's say insurance company A pays $39 and insurance company B pays $79. We sometimes put more of an emphasis on the ones that uh, are compensating us more fairly than others. Now, when you go to uh, this quote, profile. Uh, who is actually doing the treatment? Are you training the team members in the office to do a better job? Or is your company taking over that and uh, expediting and coming in and as professional uh, 
educators and trainers and in sales and in education. Is your company doing that? One thing that makes us very different than other companies that do similar things is we actually remote directly into um, a computer or multiple computers in the practice. They provide us you know, passwords for Dentrix or EagleSoft or Open Dental. We log right in. And as we pull up the patient's profile, we're able to do, like you said, the one, two, three check We see how many appointments they've missed, if any. We see who their insurance provider is. We see if they have a balance. We see what their insurance is left for the year so that we as schedulers, or I guess you could call us salespeople, are able to use that in our conversation with each one of those calls. We're able to reference that the patient has you know, this much left on their insurance for the year. And here we are in November. So if we can get them in, their insurance is going to cover their, their uh, pro fee appointment, or they're going to cover their perio appointment. They know what, what is available to them. And we're able to better ease their uh, concerns about coming into the office. Now, in the real world day-to-day, when I do consulting for other offices throughout the New England area and throughout the country, many times what I find is when you make these phone calls, you're not talking to anyone because, first of all, almost no one uses a landline. and Those that do most of the time, you're left with a recording. They're screening it, and they're saying to themselves, oh, boy, how do you get around that particular problem? Do you actually leave a message on their uh, voice machine or do you follow up with text messages? If uh, the office has a cell number, what's the actual uh, working mechanics when most people I assume are not picking up the phone? Yeah. Great question. Well, once all of the signatures are, are signed and, and HIPAA documents are, are signed so that we're ready to move forward. The first thing that we do is we go out and we buy a phone number uh, in the same area code of the practice. Uh, then we go ahead and we purchase uh, a caller ID so that it will show that when we call on you know cell phones and, uh, and other devices that it will show the dental practice is pulling up on their caller ID. And then what else we do, or what we also do is we take that number and we have a call forward so that if somebody is screening that phone call and they wait to see if we've left a message, they call that number back and it actually rings directly to the dental practice, not to our call floor. So anybody who is screening our calls and hits redial, they get to go right back to the dental practice and they get scheduled right then and there. That's a freebie that we offer to each one of those offices. If you don't mind and and if you're not comfortable, but how is your company and team compensated? Are you compensated on results? Are you compensated on the number of calls, a combination of both? How does that actually work? We compensate our dialers by calls made in an evening, and how many appointments they're able to schedule. Now, if we have a high no-show rate, then we change up that equation because we don't want to fill any office's schedule with people who aren't going to show up. We see a typical no-show rate of anywhere from about 5 to about 20% on the high end, but 
we want our dialers to be happy. We want them to be excited to be on the phone. And we want them to have a goal every evening to get those calendars full. And if you were to just give in general terms for, quote, this imaginary average dental practice, what can you expect that practice for an investment into your company? Would that turn out to be $100 a month, $10,000 a month? Can you just give a range uh, based on your experience, what the compensation or the investment would be uh, to a dental practice? So we charge $25 an appointment scheduled, and I would say the average goal per office is 25 appointments. And of the people who average 25 appointments, I would say probably 85% of those are willing to green light the idea of surpassing that goal. We do have a few that want that, that goal as a hard line, and we're typically able to hit those in the first one or two weeks of a month. Um, and that's great because really our goal is to fill that schedule immediately. If we have an opening tomorrow, we want to fill that schedule tomorrow, not three weeks later. Fantastic. Pete, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming back for a second podcast. Is there a way for you to share information so our listeners, if they want to reach out, hire your company, or ask some more in-depth questions, how can they reach you and how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, they can call or email me directly. My email is manager at recaredental.com, or they can simply give me a call. My phone number is 720-927-6756, and they'll get to me directly, and we can start a conversation about what a great fit we can be for their office. Well, I want to thank you again, Pete, so much. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions. My name is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and our focus is on education, training, development. I appreciate all our listeners, and I want to put a special thanks to our sponsors, uh, Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, Vocal Supply Company, and uh, to David Wolf and his podcast team. Thank you so much, and I look forward to chatting with you in the near future. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.